Hello, everyone. Welcome to Public Health Today, the podcast where we explore the issues and resources that impact our health while diving deep into the world of public health. Today, we will be talking about COVID-19 vaccines and how they can improve your health and in turn improve the country's health overall. This message is sponsored by the Center for Disease Control, America's national public health agency. COVID-19 was one of the world's most impactful pandemics. With 103 million plus confirmed cases and 1.1 million deaths resulting from these cases just in the U.S. alone, COVID-19 took a detrimental toll on our country's health. It spread faster than we could have imagined. But thanks to the construction of a powerful vaccine, the effects of this pandemic are finally starting to subside. America's vaccination efforts helped build herd immunity, protected vulnerable populations, and allowed society to return to normalcy. The vaccine offered a sense of hope during the pandemic, allowing individuals to feel safe during a troubling time and foresee a healthier future. The mRNA COVID vaccine is considered to be 76% effective at preventing COVID-19 and deaths up to six months. It remains 56% effective at one to two years from vaccination. Due to the nature of these vaccines, the COVID-19 pandemic has greatly slowed down in the last few years. On May 11th, 2023, the World Health Organization declared an end to the pandemic, but the virus still continues to live on, and it is our responsibility to help control the spread of the virus by getting our vaccines. The current vaccines that are available and licensed by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration include the Pfizer-BioNTech and Moderna COVID-19 vaccines, which are mRNA vaccines. These vaccines use mRNA created in a laboratory to teach our cells how to make a protein. The mRNA is then broken down and discarded from the body. Another available vaccine is a protein subunit vaccine, which is named Novavax. This vaccine contains pieces of the virus that causes COVID-19. Once the shot is given, the immune system will respond quickly to the virus spike protein to protect individuals against the virus. The COVID-19 vaccine ingredients are proven to be safe for most individuals, considering that it has no preservatives, antibiotics, tissues, food proteins, metals, or latex. The testing of COVID-19 vaccine was studied in three clinical trials. Between each trial, the number of individuals increased to test if the vaccine was safe, discover how well it worked, and lastly, see if the vaccine was safe and effective in a larger population of individuals. Millions of COVID-19 vaccines were created before they were actually approved, 
ensuring that FDA-approved vaccines would be distributed faster. One troubling factor that has been around since the implementation of vaccines within the public health world is the phenomenon of vaccine hesitancy. Vaccine hesitancy refers to the delay or reluctance in the acceptance of vaccines despite their availability or safety. Factors such as misinformation, lack of trust in public health institutions, fear of side effects, and political or ideological influences push forward this attitude towards vaccines. In a study survey that was taken a little over a year after the CDC alerted the nation of COVID-19, around half of the 13 million responses admitted they were vaccine hesitant. When looking back at the factors that were mentioned earlier, misinformation can be heavily correlated to vaccine hesitancy. For example, a web-based study that observed the correlation between misinformation and vaccine hesitancy reported that over three-fourths of participants reported some exposure to misinformation about COVID-19 vaccines within a six-month span. Of those three-fourths, those who were exposed to greater quantities of misinformation showed a trend of having lower chances of having been vaccinated. By understanding that vaccine hesitancy is nothing more than just a phenomenon built off of misinformation and misguided political ideologies, future vaccine recipients should be able to slowly unravel this deceptive veil. Once unraveled, it is important for these possible recipients to understand the importance of keeping up to date on their vaccinations, as well as promoting vaccine acceptance. By promoting vaccine acceptance, as opposed to vaccine hesitancy, individuals will be able to collectively over time contribute to the betterment of the public health world by building trust with their respective public health institutions, increasing community engagement, and most importantly, preventing any possible future outbreaks. There are benefits to getting the COVID-19 vaccine. These include reduced risk of infection, transmission, severe illness, lowers the hospitalization rate, and death potential. The first is the reduced risk of infection. It was shown in the first wave of vaccination that the vaccine was 76% effective in preventing COVID-19 according to CDC. This in turn assisted in lowering the risk of more severe outcomes that would result from COVID-19. The outcome which the vaccine worked to prevent was myocarditis, a condition where the heart becomes inflamed in response to an infection. This also caused shortness of breath and chest pains. Another benefit is the reduction in transmission of the virus. The potential of transmission between those who are vaccinated was 28% versus those who were not at 36% as noted by UC San Francisco. Along with the initial vaccine, the following boosters decreased the potential of transmission by 11%. If there are still doubts, let's consider the hospitalization rate of vaccinated and unvaccinated individuals. Those who are not vaccinated were 2 to 4.4 times more likely to be vaccinated compared to those who were not vaccinated. This becomes even more acute for those over 65 years old. The hospitalization is not the only issue to consider. There is also the potential of death if it gets worse. Those who were not vaccinated were 1.3 to 2.5 times more likely to die from COVID. 
In turn, by taking the vaccine, you could avoid all these issues mentioned earlier, as well as finally achieving herd immunity by taking the vaccine and creating antibodies which will protect against future strains of COVID. Hello, everyone. I hope that this podcast encourages you to get your vaccine. And as always, stay safe and stay healthy. Goodbye.